Today's scripture is from Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, again, good morning. Have any of you ever had a job interview go terribly wrong? I'm just hoping I'm not the only one that has found themselves in that situation. I remember I was finishing my junior year of college and I was looking for a fun summer job. I knew myself well enough to know that I would not be good at sales, that I wouldn't do well waitressing, I can't remember all those little details, and that I would not thrive if I was just sitting in an office. You know, I wanted to, to work with kids, I wanted to be a part of a team, I, I wanted to find some ways to really be creative. And so a few of my friends suggested that I become a summer camp counselor, right? It sounded like the perfect job. So I uh, worked with a group of campers each week. I'd be on a team of counselors. And during summer camp, as a counselor, you get to lead all the crafts. You get to lead all the games. You get to do the Bible study. So knowing that, I filled out my application and I scheduled my interview. And it started off really well until Jim, one of the camp directors, asked me to talk about God's grace. And my mind went blank. And I remember feeling very hot and starting to, to kind of get those sweaty palms. And then I remember stumbling my way through an answer about God's love and God's faithfulness and times when I'd felt close to God, hoping that something in there would talk about God's grace. I remember leaving the interview certain that they were going to find someone else who would be able to rattle off that perfect textbook answer about God's grace and how they had experienced it in their lives. But they didn't. <laughs> By God's grace, they hired me. Miss terrible answer to the grace question. And they gave me an opportunity to come to camp, to be on staff. And I've got to tell you, that summer changed everything. During that summer, I learned that we are being shaped by God's grace each and every day. 
I learned that we don't need to have the perfect textbook answer to all of the questions. Because all we need to do is to be open to the ways that God's Spirit is moving in us and around us and through us. And so that's the experience of grace that I want to talk about this morning the sanctifying grace of God that invites us to become the people and the community that God has called and created us to be. The grace that shapes us as we live and love and serve one another. Now we've been talking about grace together for several weeks We've been moving through this Wesleyan way of grace that really shapes our life as United Methodists. And so we started at the beginning. Beginnings are always a great place to start, right? And we started by celebrating that prevenient grace of God that is working in our lives and inviting us into a relationship with God long before we understand that it is God who is at work. John Wesley, who's the founder of Methodism, talked about that prevenient grace as if it were the front porch of a house where all are welcome. And as good Methodists, we underline and circle that all, where all are welcome. Then we went on to talk about justifying grace, the grace that brings us into that relationship with God and through Christ mends what has been broken. That justifying grace makes things right and sets us on a path toward wholeness. It's like the threshold of the door into the house. And once we have crossed that threshold, we begin to find our place in this bigger story of what God is doing. And the best part is that once we've crossed that threshold, nothing can change it. Nothing can take that away. When we're in, we're in. Now, last Sunday, Pastor Amy preached about assurance, not insurance, assurance. And she reminded us that although we can only experience that justifying grace once in a lifetime, we can experience the assurance of God's love, God's forgiveness, God's mercy over and over and over again. Because our assurance comes through our faith and what God has done through Christ. And that offers us a peace that passes all understanding. And so now this week, our final week of the series, we find ourselves inside of that house John Wesley talked about. We've crossed that threshold. We've moved from the porch And sanctifying grace is where we begin to see that bigger picture. 
we begin to see the inside of that home, those individual rooms, that, that picture of how God is working in the world and how God is working in us, through us and around us. And that is my favorite way to think about sanctifying grace. God's work in us, through us, and around us. You see, sanctifying grace accompanies us on this lifelong journey of becoming who God has called us to be, becoming more and more like Christ, growing in our love of God and our love of one another. In the church, we often talk about that as spiritual growth, and it is certainly that, a growth of who we are in Christ. Now, John Wesley was deeply committed to that kind of personal and spiritual growth, and those early Methodists followed his lead. They met together regularly for mutual encouragement and accountability, and they would begin their times by asking one another, how is it with your soul? It's very different than our Midwestern, hey, how are you? Fine. <laughs> Instead, they asked, how is it with your soul? And they challenged each other to live out that faith through John Wesley's three simple rules. And perhaps you've heard a few sermons on these before. Those three rules, do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. Those early Methodists were so intentional, so methodical about living that out because they had experienced that transforming grace of God in their lives, and they wanted to make sure that others had a chance to experience that for themselves. The beautiful thing about sanctifying grace is that it moves us toward God and toward one another. It reminds us that we are in this journey of life and faith together. And I don't know about you, but I need those reminders that I'm not alone these days. Those reminders that I am a part of a community, a community who cares for me, who loves me, who wants to encourage me. And so that's the community we strive to create here in this church. Now, one of my favorite pastor jokes, and you'll You'll, it's a groaner. They're, they're just like dad jokes, except they're about the church. So that's how you know it's a pastor joke. It was that one day a teacher invited her students to bring in for show and tell a symbol of their faith. So one little girl brought in a rosary, and she talked about what it was like to be Catholic, what that meant. Another little boy brought in a menorah, and he talked about being Jewish and the different celebrations that they have in their home. And then another little boy stood up and he said, I'm United Methodist and this is a casserole. <laughs> now you know why it's a pastor joke, right? Kind of groaner. 
Now, as United Methodists, we're really proud of our hospitality and our casseroles, or if you're in Minnesota, your hot dish, right? That's a big thing. They want to be clear. But I want to clarify that being United Methodist is about so much more than that. Our history and our heritage reveal a diverse community of people who opened their lives to God's grace. A whole community of strangely warmed hearts. John Wesley wrote that a Methodist is one who has the love of God shed abroad in their heart by the Holy Ghost given unto them. One who loves the Lord his God with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their mind, with all their strength. God is the joy of their heart and the desire of their soul, which is constantly crying out, my God and my all, thou art the strength of my heart and my portion forever. That's what being a United Methodist is about. Having that personal experience of God's love and grace shape the way that you are going to live and love and serve in the world. Making sure that that faith does not just settle here, but it settles here and it changes your every day doing no harm in word or deed, doing good to all who cross your path, staying in love with God through worship and prayer and the means of grace. And so this week, I want to encourage you to think about three things. Number one, in what ways do you see God moving in you, through you, and around you. Number two, how are you going to be intentional about your spiritual growth? And number three, what difference will that make in the way that you live each day? I wish I could just give you the answers to those questions but this sanctifying grace moves uniquely in each of our lives. And so you have to begin that work. In our scripture reading from Romans 13, Paul says to them, wake up, start living in a way that reflects your faith in Christ. Put away the things of the flesh, live by the spirit, be made new, put on Christ. Paul knew firsthand that when Jesus enters your life, it changes everything. He'd experienced that firsthand. His life was completely changed. And so I want us to hear his words and take them to heart. How will we live? How will we be changed by our faith in Christ? My hope is that we will live as a community of strangely warmed hearts, doing no harm, doing good, and staying in love with God. May it be so. Amen and amen. <laughs>